I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Episode number 85 today. Can you believe it? And on this episode, we have learned some uh, fascinating new details in our state's effort to combat the coronavirus. Big step today taken by the state was to extend the soft closure of public schools here in the state uh, beyond the initial period of time, extending that all the way to the end of the school year. Translation uh, schools out summer. That's it uh, for the rest of the year. Now, now learning will continue. We just heard from uh, Miss Crock, who joined us from uh, East High School in the last segment. She let us know that she uh, is having a fairly good experience, and the students are are doing fairly well, maintaining their studies and keeping up with the curriculum. Uh, fingers are crossed, and the hopes are that they're able to continue that through the rest of the year. Uh, you heard, too, uh, briefly mentioned in that conversation with the uh, state superintendent that uh, the the social needs of the students are, are still uh, top of mind. It's a very valuable uh, time uh, for students. I can remember how much I just cherished the friendship and the camaraderie and the brotherhood and all that with my uh, friends when I was growing up. Uh, so, you know, I don't know how you overcome that. Uh, you can certainly make some strides with the technology we have at our disposal, but uh, it's certainly not uh, a replacement for a pat on the back and a high five and all that. And I, uh, I'm not sure how or when we return to that, but I remember uh, taking a lot and getting a lot from that. Anyway, uh, pardon my rambling, please. Uh, we have on the line now UEA President Heidi Matthews. We've spoken to uh, President uh, Matthews on the line before. just wanted to, uh, from the president's perspective, uh, see how things are going and what this uh, new announcement today uh, means. Good afternoon, Lee. Uh, am I there? Thank you. Uh, t- tell me, yeah, yeah, you you are here. I'm sorry. We're battling some technology and there's a little bit of a delay, but uh, bear with me. Let me ask you this question first and foremost. Uh, when you heard this news, uh, what did you think? And maybe we take a step backwards. Were you consulted? Did you, did you know this was coming? I, I was, and you know, it's really, uh, we have a very respectful governor who who spends a lot of time um, seeking out information prior to making decisions, and so we we did get some some uh, consultation last week about uh, you know asking us where we were. This is what kind of the direction that that they were thinking, and and we, yeah, of course, we're in agreement. We know that it's a really difficult decision to make. Uh, but the you know the bottom line is the safety and well-being of of all of our citizens during during this time and the decision to continue with the digital learning is is one that that we support um, 
and of course, you know, the, the, the uncertainty about, are we going to stay open? Are we going to, going to come back? Um, that not knowing adds some unease in and of itself. And so I, I, I'm glad for the at least certainty that we have a decision made so that we can be moving forward in the best way possible into this next stage. Since the uh, initial closure of the schools, the soft closure of the schools and this uh, distance learning uh, commencing, from your perspective, how has that gone so far? Are the the students learning? Are the teachers teaching? Uh, In in terms of satisfaction, where are you uh, with the way we've responded to the soft closure? Well, can I just say that our teachers, our educators out there are rock stars, like absolute rock stars. The things that they that they are doing to continue student learning and and to um, support the parents in their new roles and to, you know, just turn on a dime and and change everything about the way that that they that that we do school um, has really required a Herculean effort and just the the hours and the, the the dedication and the learning curve for our teachers has been been remarkable. Now, would we have liked to maybe not done it this way? For sure. Um, but that they're <laughs> rising and going going beyond uh, beyond what we could have ever hoped. And I, I also want to give a huge shout out to our parents um, and just really reassure them that, you know, what they're doing is is enough, that this is a, a, such a difficult time for, for, for all of us. Um, but that our, our kids, our bottom line of what's going to be best for our kids moving into the future is that they that they continue to that they continue to learn, that they have the stability that they need in their lives to be able to learn, and that we are able to make an important bridge into into the fall. Yeah, let me ask you this: Does you know we we over the course of the next few weeks we'll certainly be having. Uh, new conversations about how in other aspects of our lives we will return to some semblance of normalcy. Uh, Businesses will commence to reopen. Uh, Various activities will return to being the norm in our lives. Uh, As we go back to school now, uh, next school year, will will we need to like readjust to normalcy? Do you think that our experience this year uh, may have like lasting uh, impact? Could the nature of, of learning change? Absolutely. I think that this experience has brought us all to a, a, a much deeper appreciation and understanding of the roles that our public schools uh, serve in, in our lives, the importance of relationships, and stability in order for for our students to learn, and uh, the the um, the connections that are made in our in our schools that provide for kind of the the springboard for our, our students' success, and that um, yes, we're we're able to have continued student learning through through digital means. But um, not all students have the the access and the equity or the the home life that's able to 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 support all of that. Um, I think our our inequities are exacerbated, and that we cannot go into a future that doesn't recognize that not all of our students have 
um, the, the level playing field for for learning and and, and success. So, I, I again, this has been a tough time for for everyone. I know our teachers are yeah. are particularly particularly um, pulled from many ends, um, especially those who have school age students, where they're being, you know, teachers to many students and then substitute teachers to their own children. Uh, but moving forward, I, I see this, this greater appreciation for the role of our educators in, in our society, um, the dedication of them, and the, that important role that our schools play in terms of um, setting our students up for success, but also ensuring that all students have access and opportunity. Outstanding. We're speaking to UEA President Heidi Matthews. I have about 30 seconds uh, before we need to say goodbye, President. I want to, in parting, though, ask you to just give a message to the seniors of this year. They uh, have a very unique circumstance. They, across the state of Utah, are just now finding out that they won't be back in the classroom for their last year of school, uh, their 13th year uh, of learning uh, in the public school system, uh, and it's over. Uh, next uh Next step in their educational process may be college, and they won't be wrapping it up with their friends. Uh, what would you say to them? How would you encourage them? One of the things that I loved that Park City High School uh, principal and, and staff did is they put signs in all of their seniors' yards saying, you know, we love you and um, congratulations. And, and that's what I would say. We love you and congratulations. And um, this is – while right now it it feels hard, I think that the the rite of passage and the rituals that you and ceremonies that you are going to have class of twenty twenty are going to be far greater than any of us have ever had because none of us have graduated in a pandemic, and the bonds that you'll have going forward and the memories of what was really valuable about your experience in public education in your in your K through 12 years is, is just going to be um, so poignant. So we love you. Hang Very in good. there. And we've got your back. President Matthews, UEA president, thank you so much for your time. I'll let you go. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be speaking to a former teacher and current congressman. Rob Bishop is going to be my guest. Going to talk about federalism and the relationship between the federal government in the states as we seek to reopen life here in the United States of America. That's ahead here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.